Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Advancing Consciousness Podcast with myself, Franco DiNicola. And today we're looking at episode 33, and we're going to be looking at the different relationships and their role. Some of what we call different relationships may not be what you think they may be considered a relationship. So stay tuned. So today we're going to look at different relationships and their role. So now, what do we mean by relationships? Well, relationships work this way. What it truly means is two different, and can be represented as different, of course, connections and levels of exchange is established. Like any relationship, there is an opportunity for both parties or both parts of whatever the relationship is with to evolve and grow with together. And so when we look at relationships, why do two people come together? Well, you say, well, they fall in love or the fact that they feel that they need someone in their lives and so forth. That's a relationship where the two come together and play various roles with each other and create certain experiences and scenario for each party to learn and grow with or at least provide the opportunity for it. And while that is taking place, while the, the people are there, it's actually creating an environment for each one to kind of discover themselves and to become more enriched in whatever the experience is. I know a lot of people have put a lot of attention at the fact that a relationship is required or else we're going to feel alone. Well, yeah, we can create that simulation of being alone and we can create the simulation or the idea that we need somebody very specific to be in our lives to complete us or that we need somebody in our lives in our life basically to uh, play a particular role so that in one way or another you feel like you're doing something or whatever it is. There's a lot of different things. Um, sometimes it's to fill a void or whatever it is. But let's take a look at relationships altogether. The first and foremost relationship that you have is a relationship with your body. Okay, Believe it or not, your body is a unit of consciousness. It has its own innate consciousness, its own experiential realm. It carries the encodements and operating system and even the history, not only from your lineage, but the, the planetary history. The other thing about the body itself, it also carries the history of Gaia, the planet, because it is an extension of that. It's not separate in any way, shape, or form. It is part of that. So that is one unit of consciousness, very specific in its nature, very specifically enriched in its nature, and it has had what we can call an evolutionary, but also a reincarnational cycle. 
And that's one facet. So there's a relationship with the body because the body not only has that consciousness, it is teaching you and it's allowing you to have experiences that you would not be able to have without its presence, without you utilizing it. This is the reason that you come into a physical form to have a physical, what is referred to as a physical experience, even though it's a holographic projection. But regardless, looking at it from a physical perspective or physical experience at this point in time, that experience, uh, what we call the physical aspect of it, is actually carrying a tremendous amount of information and consciousness that allows us to play on this playground in a very specific way. Now, why would your human entity, which is an earthbound soul, and your multi-dimensional soul take on this physical form? Well, if you want to really engage and play the role on Gaia with all its provided opportunities, the best way to do it is take on a human form. So many of us, of course, all of us that are in a, what looks like a body, um, utilize the body. But what we do is we forget that. And we get caught up in the idea that there's the body, then there's me, and whatever that means. Some people get lost in the body and say that's all we are, and kind of negating the human entity, negating the soul, and even the overall mind, and being ego and body, and so forth, and creating a separation in that respect. And the same thing with the human entity and soul, and of course the mind, and the ego. Now, our relationship with the body requires us to be really connected. So to communicate, to not only receive the experiences it has, but also what it's sharing. Because the thing is, the body is going to align very much so to help you on this journey. And not that because you need help, but to be able to make it viable for you, for you to truly experience a human experience, being in a human body or operating in a playground and utilizing a human body. Many of us get disconnected from that and do not communicate, and then the body is always communicating. Now, the body communicates not only its consciousness, but it's also communicating how it actually experiences the choices you make, what roles you take on, what you do and don't do, what you're exposed to, what you consume, and so forth. And when we lose that relationship, that equal sharing compartment, that's when we start to go out of balance. This is when the body starts to possibly rebel or that the body in some way or another does not feel aligned with you and then it becomes, you know, uh, burdensome, uh, well, at least what feels like a burdensome force. And regarding the body itself, because of its own innate consciousness, it's also evolving. It's also growing and expanding. And it wants to share so that you can grow with it much more effectively. So it's realizing that you have a relationship with the body and that the body requires your presence, your makeup, which is the human entity, the, the multidimensional soul and the, and the thing to be able to evolve. So it requires your presence, your embodiment, your exchange, while you, as even the soul and the human entity, require the body 
for it, for you to advance, to grow, to become experientially rich. So there's a marriage of sorts right there. So body with the human entity, body with the soul, and body with the mind, and so forth, working all hand in hand. So the next relationship that we have is the relationship with our human entity. So what's the human entity? The human entity is actually a earthbound soul. It's a soul of sorts. And what is a soul? It's basically spirit with a memory bank that actually stores the experiences and then expresses its experiences and actually expands its experiences. A lot of the skill sets that we learn from each and every incarnation not only what the body's reflecting, but what each uh, soul that comes about that embodies with it, and also what is experienced during those sequences in time with in regards to the planet itself, it's learning and expanding its skill sets. See, let's take an example music. It may start to learn how to express sound, to create different ways of expressing using sound and it will pick up a talent to use specific instrument or to use its vocal capacities or something of that nature and so the human entity itself will incarnate in different physicalities with different souls and go through different channels of experiences and Many of the human entities actually carry over the experiences from previous lives, say, as a musician, and it continues to expand. And this is why we notice there's protégés that come along or you know, young people that have never touched an instrument and then they can play an instrument amazingly or have a beautiful voice or something of that nature because that's the human entity bringing forth and is expanding. So you want to create or maintain a conscious relationship meaning that you're paying attention to the relationship that you have with your human entity because it has a lot to offer in the human experience. It has been here since day one of the retooling 15,000 years ago, has gone through many, many transitions, and has gone through many, many, many lives, and all the lives have been on planet Earth. And that means it's a really skill set is all focused on planet Earth through the stages of evolution and, and even de-evolution that it went through. So to tune into that, you tune into your solar plexus, which basically is tuning at that point in time what people call your gut feel or anything of that nature, but that's really connecting to your human entity. And it has a lot to offer. And of course it does communicate with your mind, so does the body. Uh, or the, the right brain to kind of communicate, share, whatever it is, so that it can utilize part of that as part of the it's experiential, and that can be experienced in what we call form and the reality that corresponds around us at that point in time. So when we're looking at that facet of it, um, the human entity has a lot to offer. Then we have the relationship with our soul, our multidimensional soul. So have the two souls. You have the earthbound one and the multidimensional. The difference with the multidimensional soul is that it plays on many multiple dimensions. It can incarnate on different planets. It can take on definitely different uh, physicalities. 
It can be in form and non-form. It can do all types of different things. And it's going to bring a lot of experiences that are multidimensional, that are, you know, coming from different playgrounds and so forth. Now, with that, it may have a, a bit of a challenge relating with the human experience, specifically if it hasn't been here that often. And in some cases, a lot of them have not, never been here. Some only have been here a few times, but they were stretched out over that 15,000 years and each reincarnation or each time it drops back in into another physical form, it can take on a different form, of course, it will. Um, different gender, race, so forth, the position on the planet, and of course, different energy fields of the planet, different, different levels of evolution, and so forth. Um, so it's always, when it's coming in, it's almost like new, because unless it's a carryover from one life to the next, meaning that it was in, in a past, the past, the last, the very last life was on Earth, and it was just recent, and then it steps into another physicality right after that, uh, which is not as common, uh, but it does happen. I'm not saying it doesn't. And uh, that being the case, then, you know, it can bring some of its experiential component of it. But the most enriched two facets of yourself that you have relationships with or are to establish much clearer relationship is your body, which is the extension of Gaia, and your human entity because it has all the stages because even when it's not in form it is still in the collective field of the not only of the human entity but the collective field of the physical realm of what we call the spectrum of light that actually continues to operate accordingly and then of course we have a relationship with our mind our mind is is a combination of the whole uh, level of consciousness and the mind itself is deeply connected. The mind does not localize in your body. Um, it, it, your mind encompasses and works in alignment with the whole planet and every other soul on the planet. Also within the whole solar system, within the galaxy and the universe. Now, of course, it's going to tune itself very specifically to what it can create because the main focal point is on planet Earth and you can't just bring anything in because at that point in time, planet Gaia is not the environment to bring that in at this particular stage, for, for example. So that being the case, um, we look at those relationships. So there's a relationship with the body, the human entity, and the soul. Now, if you're connecting with the soul, you connect at the heart level. If you're connecting with the heart level, you're connecting with your multidimensional soul. Of course, you can connect with your third eye, which is basically uh, your, your uh, access point to many, many different other souls on the planet, off-planet, form and non-form, and so forth, and on different levels. Now, um, that will give you outside of the synergered uh, experience. And what I mean by synergered experience, like if you talk your, take your multiple, multiple dimensional soul, it is connected to your oversoul. The oversoul is made up of 24, or in this case, minus the one of yourself. Then there's 23. Out of that 23, there is one soul that's exactly same synergy as the soul that embodies you right now. And 
that's referred to as your twin soul. Sometimes it's also called as your twin flame. I won't go into that because I did talk about it in one of my previous episodes. So it has access to its twin soul and the other 22 um, souls as the oversoul. And that's just the one level of oversoul and there's other levels too, but that wouldn't be the first most direct. So when you're connecting to the heart, you're connecting to your soul, to your twin soul, to your oversoul in a sense. Third eye goes outside of that and is able to access even further other souls, other dimensional consciousness, uh, different uh, parallel worlds and so forth. And you can bring forth some of the experiences there and the enrichments there and so forth so that you can plug it into your uh, reality that you're creating here. Now, the reason that you're here right now and noticing this focal point, because this is where you want to put your attention and this is the time and the place, uh, when I say place, the, the creation of it that you want to, to focus. Now, so those are the first several levels of relationship. Then, of course, we start to create external relationships. Now, of course, like I said, we have a relationship with our body and we have a relationship with Gaia, the planet. The planet actually breathes and functions through you energetically, consciously, and so forth. So there is a very intimate relationship with Gaia. And this is why a lot of people use, you know, grounding with Gaia because it, that relationship is very nurturing for both parties being, you know, Gaia, the planet, and also you. Uh, from that, you, of course, you have a relationship with all sentient beings. That means all plant life, all animal kingdom, oceanic kingdom, the bird world, the reptile worlds, and, and so forth, you know, the insect worlds and everything else. You have a connection with all of that. There's a relationship established with that. Um, we do, one that I did miss was the ego. You do have a relationship with the ego. Now, what is the ego? Is it a consciousness? Well, it's artificial intelligence, absolutely. It is an operating system, but it has its own consciousness within it to a sense. It's artificial consciousness, but it is consciousness. And when I say artificial consciousness is designed to play a particular role, it can evolve in a certain way where it still stays integral on what the role it's designed to do, but at the same time, be able to have more skill sets to use and do certain things to keep you, uh, you know, in that, in that particular state. So there's that relationship with that. So I said the relationship with the planet and, the, and plant life and so forth. And then we have relationships with other individuals. You can have relationships within your family dynamics, and the relationships will differ between a parent and yourself, a sibling and yourself, uh, other extended family and yourselves. Then you can encompass a relationship with your friends. You can have relationships with your own children. You can have relationships with your own significant partner of sorts, and that doesn't have to be permanent. That moves and changes uh, along the way anyways. Um, so those are different levels of relationships. We have relationships with also uh, other brother, sister souls on the planet too at this point in time, even though that you may not be connected 
in the sense of meeting them face to face all the time and so forth, but there's still a, a connection and a level of relationship and the relationship to reality. So you can see um, the relationship uh, in that part. Now, all relationships are designed to be self-expressed, meaning that each part of any relationship is to be there in its true essence. And what I mean is true essence, it's not to reduce itself, modify itself in any way, shape, or form, dim any part of it itself to match whatever the relationship uh, coming together would be. Now, that's been happening where, you know, you give yourself away or you play a particular role or so forth because we want to be part of that relationship or that the relationship means so much because of some idea, story, concept, perception that in one way or another that, you know, we have to kind of play the game of sorts. But in its true form, relationships are uh, different, different connections that you will have in your most natural state meaning that you are being you. That in one way or another, the body's being the body in its own consciousness, and it will connect and create and share higher consciousness. And for us, when we have a relationship with the body, the body gives us feedback. So we will adjust what we expose ourselves to so that we create a harmonious balance because every harmonious balance that we create with the body enhances our experience and the ease of the experience within the body. The same thing of what we consume, what we're exposed to, all of that all facilitates when it comes to the body itself. This is why it's great to have a, a relationship, an open, communicative relationships with our body so that we are getting feedback. The same thing with the human entity and the soul. Then when we have relationships with others, for example, let's start with our uh, significant other, if you want to play with that one. Uh, it's not about a compromising of each other. It's about each other being their authentic, powerful being self. And in doing so, what occurs is each person provides the environment without anyone coming off their true essence, an environment for growth for each other. Sometimes it could be reflection, other times it could be a triggering, sometimes it can be a harmonious activation of walking together in self-discovery. And it grows in that way. The same thing with children. Unfortunately, a lot of times we get caught up in the thing that, you know, uh, being a parent or being a child in this case, but being a parent that, you know, we have to teach our children our ways our systems, our cultures, and things of that nature. But that's not how it truly works. <clears throat> the relationship with, the, with our children is two ways. It's like anything, it's two ways. You're learning from the kids, the kids are learning from you, but it's not one stepping in as a teacher and the other one as the student. It's about each one being themselves and sharing their true self and their true experiences and so forth and allowing each other to advance. So there's an open dialogue and open expression and experience amongst each other so that both parties, the child and the parent, this goes both ways, will learn from it <clears throat> without restricting each other 
and, and feeling one more superior than the other or one has to rebel towards the other. It's not about that. So our true nature is to have a relationship which is open and two ways. That's with the partners, that's with your body, that's with your human entity, that's with your soul, but it goes on further because it it's the same thing with your family dynamics. <clears throat> now, a lot of times with the family dynamics, we have a situation where, you know, one party plays one role, the other party may not play uh, quite the role that you think you should be receiving or experiencing. But there's a perfection to all of that too, because when you really look at it, that um, there's no relationship that doesn't serve in one way or another. Once the relationship no longer serves, and that does occur, maybe much more now than before, uh, a more accentuated way, let's put it that way, it's because both parties achieved all that is able to play for each other, to support each other, and whatever else, and then now they feel like it's time to go their separate ways to establish maybe possibly new relationships or to trek alone for a while without having a, a significant other relationship. And this applies to kids and whatever else. I mean, this is any and all friendships and work environment and so forth, any relationships on any of those levels. So it's a matter of allowing each to be themselves and allow it to merge, grow, become whatever it needs to become until it no longer serves. Now, a relationship where it's it's very um, polarized and intensified and clashy or anything of that nature. Uh, it's really focusing on what the environment's about. It's not like you made a mistake or the fact the other person's bad or this and that. They're playing a role, you're playing a role, and you're providing each other an opportunity for growth. And, and to see it for that and then look at what needs to change within yourself, what needs to be cleared within yourself, what needs to be refined in yourself, um, so that you actually go to a state where that service that they're providing, that role, that reflection, whatever you want to call it, is no longer required. And that means you've achieved the learning that you needed to learn or whatever adjustments that you needed to adjust. Now, at that point, the relationship will change where you may be more harmonious, the cl clashing is not required, the polarization is not required, and you may walk together in a powerful way or... It may go the other way where it basically gets to a point where it says, okay, we're done with each other because each, we will require other playmates or other relationships to, um, to come on the forefront for whatever purpose that each party has involved. In our true nature, we're not attached to anybody and no one's, you know, we're not here to attach and no one's attached to us anyways. Um, that was just a construct. The only time we would be together is because you feel pulled to each other, not only for service, but to also create a, a beautiful blend of energies that will allow both parties not only to flourish, but possibly in many, many cases also to, to work together to create something even more powerful than the individual aspect of itself would be able to. Now, of course, we're all powerful beings anyways, but while we're playing on this Earthscape, you know, then uh, the coming together uh, does it, uh, amplify uh, the opportunity to, to, to do things. And this is one of the things, this is why collaboration, oneness is very powerful because when you start uniting with a main goal of creating an, a flourishing environment for everyone to flourish and grow and to expand and to be free and so forth, 
that massive amount of progress is achieved on the planet. Massive progress is achieved in physical representation. And of course, all parts of us flourish and grow in very powerful ways without having all the levels of restrictions that we've experienced up to this point in time. It really changes the, play, the playground very powerfully in a very um, accentuated way. Let's put it that way. So, I mean, relationships come together, you know, to enhance each other and also, first and foremost, is to enhance each other. Sometimes it's bringing up program stories and old versions of ourselves that need to be cleared out, acknowledged, completed, saturated, whatever it may be. Others is to kind of trigger for us to deep, dig deeper, to connect a little bit more with ourselves and to be able to access more of ourselves. And then it's just the playfulness. I mean, we're designed, when I say we are designed, our true nature is really to connect with one another, to play with one another. It's just why we create an environment with so many playmates, you know, it's because we chose to do so. Now, of course, we're not gonna play with everybody and that's, that's a fact, but at this point in time, you will play with all the beautiful individuals that actually best serves you at each step of the way. And this is the thing, you have to understand that we're always in transition. And as we transition, as we go through the different stages, we're gonna have different relationships that are established and different role playings that are established that will match where we're at at that point in time. So there are many different relationships as I pointed out, and each and all relationships are to enhance us in one way or another. There are no relationships to be discounted. There are relationships that uh, that exist that are no longer serving because the two involved parties or whatever it is may not be on the same page for a period of time and can be for the whole lifetime, this lifetime. Uh, then you know you're going to move on and do whatever you need to do, and sometimes they reconnect, and most times they don't, and that's fine. And others will grow together, whatever it is. But the relationships, the relationship. But the true nature of our understanding relationship, you know, is allow, it's really fluidity, playfulness, and lightness amongst the, all the parties involved. There is no imposing on each other. There is no power put into the fact that it has to be one way or another. Because you have to understand, each one of us are a very individualized, signature expression. We all are a beautiful combination. Because again, you have to understand, all of us are, have different combinations. It's not like, okay, I'm just a different body on a different part of the planet with a different frequency or so forth. There's many components to you. Each and every body is different. Each and every human entity is different. In a sense, almost signature. But each and every multiple dimensional aspect of your soul is also different. It's the combination of three and four parts of it coming together. And then planetary alignments, and then we're talking about positioning on the planet, then the lineage it comes from and so forth. There are many, many factors that come together to create the you that you are. It's not just isolated. There's many parts of it. So it's really establishing a relationship. We always have the relationship. It's not that it wasn't there. The relationships are there. It's to become more conscious of the relationship, to utilize the relationship in a, a much purer, uh, effective way. And that will involve 
you know, a communication. Because relationship is about communication. It's about an exchange. And we're constantly exchanging. Even if you're not integrated, you, let me just say it this way. Even if you're not involved with anybody else, you're by yourself. Okay? And there are people on the planet, of course. There are, you know, we have many, many, many extensions of ourselves on even on other planets, form and non-form. But let's say on the planet, you're by yourself. You're in the mountains or something of that nature and you're by yourself. You're still not yourself because, first of all, your body is exchanging with Gaia. Gaia is connected to every single physical form that exists and every sentient being that exists on the planet and it's and the planet itself, which is sentient being, and all the inner planet beings and, and everything that exists there. It's all You're still connected to all parts of that. Your human entity stays connected with all other human entities that exist on the planet at this time, including the collective human entity. If you're talking about the uh, multidimensional soul, it's connected not only with its oversoul, with its twin soul, and all other aspects of extensions from there. So there's always communication that is established there. The mind is make up of all of it. It's always uh, on the go. But remember, whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're going through, no matter what it is, you have a relationship to the overall reality of existence. I'm not talking just personal, I'm talking about collective existence. The whole planetary, the whole solar system, the whole galaxy, and the whole universe. You have that connection there. So anything you experience is shared and you're always constantly receiving. And this is before we even look at the next level of relationship, and that is the relationship with our DNA. Remember, our DNA are also transmitters and receivers. And these transmitters and receivers are connected to specific beings on specific planets. And there's a communication and a relationship that is maintained back and forth, even though we've isolated a lot of it for the longest time, but that's coming on online again. And we have, you know, the telomeres, which are basically double helix with the telomeres, which are, you know, the transmitter receiver uh, component of it. But at the same time, you cannot really ever be alone because you're basically all existence and everything lives within you and what projects outside of you. What ex projects outside of you is you anyways because it's all source, but you know, at the same time. So that covers relationships to give you an idea what that is. And there are many different relationships and each one serves us in a very powerful way. Uh, because you have to understand, even your multidimensional soul is evolving, becoming more enlightened, and, and it's each one is sharing with each other. Each one is experiencing on whatever playground there are, and if they're not in a playground for, from the grander observation, the same thing with the human entities. So all of this thing, the relationships cannot be terminated in any way, shape, or form because we're make, made up of relationships with all aspects because that's what makes it so unique and makes us so um, amazing in experiencing oneself. So anyways, thank you again.
Uh, if you check the description below, you will notice a link to connect us to our newsletter so that uh, well, our community, so that you will be notified just in case we get caught off in any reason. Uh, and so we let you know what's coming up and so forth of different events and so forth. We do not overwhelm you with emails. We don't send that many out, but we do send them time to time to kind of let you know what's coming up and so forth and let you know about shows that we're doing and, and different episodes and whatever. Of course, it's best to subscribe and to share and share to as many people as possible because the further we get the information out, the, the more triggering we do to remind people who they are and are their true nature, their true operating system and how we you know, uh, can really accentuate the growth and movement forward from a human perspective and also from a soul perspective, but also a planetary perspective. So share. We also have uh, a link for uh, for you to contribute. If, you, if this work resonates, you want to support us, we welcome your support. Your support keeps us focused on keeping the platforms open and all the costs that are involved, all the different services. It also supports us financially on on the self of taking care of ourselves so we can you know put all our attention and time in creating more and more content. Specifically now when things are moving a lot faster and a lot more powerfully and you know where this is really, really uh, very instrumental for you. And again, you know, this is a co-creation. It's not my own creation. I mean, I mean, I do create it, uh, provide it, but I'm co-creating with you because you're part of it. Without you, what's the use of even doing this? I mean, it doesn't. Uh... And then, we, of course, we we all evolve from it, and it's all beneficial for me. It's a reminder for you. It's also a triggering of what you already know, and uh, so that we all can function at a higher level. And really align back to our true nature rather than. And then, of course, the final link that's on there um, uh, brings us brings you to our page where you can access different workshops that we have on different topics to aid you, to assist you on your journey. They're all very cost effective so that, you know, it doesn't end up putting a burden on you in any way, shape or form. Um, also, uh, you can pay attention and I'll have a link for that too in the description to Advancing Consciousness series. We do have a series that we run um, that are like mini courses. They go very elaborate into the different subjects and up-to-date current things that are happening to kind of assist you. It's all free. Again, it's all through contribution through if it resonates, you can contribute. Um, so there are many, many different uh, services that are available. We're not funded by anybody or anything like that, and we, you know, we're not uh, monetized on any of the platforms either. So uh, at this point, uh, to keep it as free and available as possible, we, you know, um, support or uh, rely on your contributions. So thank you again. Until the next episode, continue being the awesome you that you are.